It's been a huge honour to be Festival Laureate and to, to be asked to write something new. Um, and it, it's always a bit daunting, I think, knowing where you're going to begin with something like that. And um, uh, a few things came together in, in, in writing the festival poem. Um, I've always been interested in boxing because I have boxed for many years for a, a club in Chesterfield, um, the Spire Boxing Academy, <laughs> a very small boxing club, been interested in that. Um, and then, yeah, the wonderful poet Linda France um, gave me a copy of this book, Liniment and Leather, which is a history of 60 years of the fight game in the North. And I started getting really interested in the history of boxing in the North East and, and things to do with that. And then discovered that, that one of Stephen's relatives, uh, Maurice Cullen, is featured heavily in this book as one of the boxing champions. Um, so I thought I'd, I'd, I'd try and um, explore some of those things, and I, I got really interested in the characters I was finding out about. Um, so this is a rather strange, surreal, nightmare-esque kind of poem, I guess. Uh, a bit, maybe a bit inspired by the, the poem of Don Patterson's The Ferryman's Arms, where somebody ends up playing pool against themselves and taking themselves out for the hell of it. So. Um, there's a little quote that I put at the, the top that I found was interesting, which is uh, about the boxing ring. Why do they call it a ring when it's really a square? Uh, a question which is answered in this book, along with many other things. So this poem's called The Circle, and I suppose, um, yeah, it, it, it's about forgotten places and places, this amazing world that you can read about in liniment and leather that isn't really there anymore. And the author spares nothing in passing judgment on modern boxers being a bit soft. Um, and again, with some of the place names, I, I apologise um, to anyone local if I get any of the pronunciation uh, wrong, because they're, they're a bit unfamiliar to me. So this, this poem's called The Circle. There's a fight, and you're invited, but you don't know where. Beneath a ring of peach-coloured streetlights, you pull your collar up and smooth your hair. The card you pocketed is white and printed with a date, lost currency, three bob for ten rounds, Doors, midnight on the dot. You only stumble on the road by getting lost and pausing for the solemn town hall clock, the first clear note of twelve, cutting a window in the dark ahead of you, the size of a breeze block, a silver trap door, angled, opening, saying, come on if you really must. You lower yourself in, and through the smoke and dust, the whole room turns to look at you, your size, your face like an untold joke. It's cellar black down here and cupboard small, but men keep crowding in from doors you cannot see. And this is not the Durham drill hall or the ring at Backwith Colliery, not the Percy Cottage or the blood tub Hartlepool, not even Ginnett's, I'm sorry, sorry, not even Ginnett's with its circus air and damp straw scent. You shoulder a way through, you won't dare buy a pint. You keep your hands in front of you and scan the faces, eyes unblinking, not unkind. Fireman Dixon, Stoker Allen, Lancaster from Spennymoor, Kid Carpenter, Ginger Roberts, George Kilts the Featherweight, Mickey Kelly, Nicky Kelly, Rollins rolling on the floor, Harry Caster, Benny Sharkey, head like a half-broken plate. Jack Doyle, the singing boxer, still holding his single note. You're sweating, shrugging off your winter coat, looking for Tommy Landles with his telltale maimed right hand, the fingers gone from it. You're shoved now, it's so packed the men can hardly stand, and the place smells like old gyms, gyms before gyms, places with names like the blood kit, foot handicaps, their mud and warm boots, 
It stinks of pickled skin, of mutton and stale beer, sweat and liniment. And in the gathering chant, you realise with a lurch, it's you they're waiting for. Your out-of-town name beading on their lips. You try to raise a hand for silence. Looking down, you gape to see the gaps that used to be your fingertips and feel the skin on your bare knuckles hardening, the room around you shifting, sharpening, as someone nudges you into the centre of it all and lifts your arms and makes you face your own relentless blows until you're reeling, nowhere, dancing on your toes, then flailing, falling, knocking yourself out, your mouth warped in a shout you'll swear you never uttered afterwards when you wake up on the pavement by the metro platform, alone, saved for the locked-up pubs, with ash and sawdust on your shoes, your fists still clenched, and that high, thin moon like a blade you can't use.